Greetings, friends. Future Andrew here, dropping into these past episodes to tell you thanks. Thanks for checking out RTAF. If you're valuing the show as a wellspring of inspiration and artistic fuel and would like to help keep the show going, you can find out more about how to do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Every little bit adds up and keeps me inspired to bring you quality content on a consistent basis. Thanks for listening, and stay creative. Welcome to another episode of Artsy AF. Thanks for being here. We just got done interviewing Chris Bolin for this week's episode. It was a nice, about what, hour long? Hour yeah. long interview? You hour think? long, yeah. relaxed, sitting on a comfy couch, you know, just talking about art. Yeah. How to throw an art show. Yeah. How to dive deep into uh, a motif or an interest of yours and dissect yeah. it in every direction. Absolutely. Yeah, Chris uh, kind of throughout the interview leaves little breadcrumbs uh, to, towards the unveiling of his process in terms of creating a painting and creating a whole community that, that chips in and helps him throw art shows. Yeah. Chris is like an awesome dude. Yeah. It's a blast to hang out with him. And he was constantly smoking blunts. It was tight. Yeah. In his words, I think. Yeah. Said, weed, is, weed is tight. Weed is tight. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're um, super proud to that stump cut that out. No, we leave it. We leave it in. We leave it in. We're super proud of Chris. We're super <laughs> proud of Chris and super proud to interview him on this episode. So, hell yeah. Should we just dive right into it? Yeah, let's launch your. How about uh, we'll do a, a four, blast four count this time? Four count? Four, four three, five, six, six seven, eight. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. You just recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> Fire. That's how we lead in. Is he? Uh, how, how's Bolso? Hello. 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 Sounds What'd you great. have for dinner last night, Bol? I had a bacon cheeseburger. Mmm. Fatty. Real fatty. <laughs> I ate all of Mark's French fries on accident. Shouts, Mark. Shout out, Mark. For the French fries, yeah, I owe them some fries. They're they're kind of powering this podcast if you think about it. Today. Yeah, <laughs> this podcast brought to you by fries. Yeah, by Mark's actually no, I had fries. a I had a burrito actually from Casey, oh. his food truck. Oh, nice. Was that yeah. the guy who catered uh, yeah. your spot? Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Mama tried food truck, thirty seventh and Downey. Nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Also happens to be the address of your warehouse. Studio. Yeah. Shouts. Shout out. Lost in Sound. Yo, so uh, talk about talk about your studio a little bit, man. Like the grind that went, like what was the grind like that went into that? Oh, man. So I was kind of like the last puzzle piece for them or that space and us. Like Pat and Rob told me that they acquired this big old warehouse. And I was like, damn, let me... I went in. They're like, maybe a year from yeah. now, you'll, like a space will open up. 
and I was living in Fort Collins at the time, and I hit him up one day when my moving situation fell through moving closer to the city, and I was like, yo, I need a miracle, do you? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got this little studio space and a room open, actually. I was like, bet. I got rent for a couple months. I'll come right now. Nice. And one thing that really stuck with me was something Rob said, that we all had similar ideas and dreams, and now we have a space to do it. And if we can't, we all need to rethink some things. So yeah, yeah. we all kind of got into who had been supporting like our our art from mm-hmm. the time and showed him what we had and literally kind of put everything we had into it nice and after about three years now we've put on quite a few shows to myself and one for alex ubatuba and a few other like private events that we've done and it's really been a dream come true fast forward almost yeah five years yeah for real it's like damn this is like it really hit when i put on my first show there back in 2017 i was like shit got a space no one wants to put on my show i want to put it on let's do it and uh taking control yeah making it what you want you know exactly and at that point it's a it's a lot more stressful but you act you get to direct everything exactly how you you see it and it's not always going to turn out like that mm-hmm. right. but you get as close as you can because you have full control and it allows you to bring in people around you and full on come like doing a do-it-yourself kind of show you know oh sound boom i got a guy that does this instead yeah. of having to hire out someone you don't know and who knows what happens then but right yeah and it's it's the fact that we had so many different mediums there uh, right off the start we had leather music video photography painting yeah it really pushed us all to kind of put the pedal to the metal and like yeah. on the gas and just like work like i don't think i've ever created as much as i have in the last three years than in my career of making art and i've been doing this since high school so oh like wow 2007 Nice. I uh, started in a dark room doing photography. Um, and it's just like that force of that space. Even if you're in a rut, you can see another artist just crushing it. Mm-hmm. And like Contagious, you, man. Yeah, yeah, and you can just sit and just watch and, you know, or and have that inspire you or have another, you know, traveling artist just pop on through or a musician be like, hey, can I just work on a set? And low key, you like look up to them and they don't know it. So you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, my guess like, I'm just gonna paint over here you know? but yeah it's been been a roller coaster yeah for sure yeah um but you, you do what you gotta do to to make the dream happen you know oh yeah oh yeah and what's that like what's that experience like throwing your own art show you know like having to get that body of work ready for a specific date and like coordinating the sound and man so like we all have that idea when it all is like, oh man, this is gonna be it. But there's nothing like setting a date for yourself and putting sparking that fire under your ass. Because once oh, that yeah. date's set, like, <laughs> like all right, well, yeah, I gotta do this now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It's uh, I kind of like it. It's a because, like I said, you get to really put everything to a T of like exactly how you want it, and mm-hmm. a lot of 
like this last show especially was something I had just been was put into my head. I started the first piece of it back in 2016 and um, 2015 actually. And you know the people I brought in Jennifer Ingram uh, to help me uh, work the show. And it was something she had said to me that just really stuck. And since then, it was just like, my brain just flipped. I was like, I'm making this artwork for myself. Yes, it's for sale still, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is for What'd me. What did she say to you? Um, she just told me she had some plans for me. I won't say everything, okay. but <laughs> she uh, she was like, you're, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> After working an event with them. And uh, yeah, and so it just kind of really like, being then right after that i moved into that space so it was, oh, i was nice. able to kind of overdrive and work too much but start a lot of pieces that i was like okay cool i'm still learning on this but i can set these ones aside and not show anybody yeah yeah so, <coughs> excuse me and yeah it was just you know it, it one day it just all really clicked to I was like, this is the show. I had this idea, and I even started it before I finished my show that I had an organ uh, back in 2018. Nice. I just like took a little break and just was like, all right, I got to get this idea out. Um, and yeah, it was really stressful. Everything, <laughs> even down to the last minute, things were going wrong and not getting <laughs> figured out until 10.30 in the morning the next day. <laughs> but we'll just leave it at that, and everything worked out perfect as it could have been awesome. all the faults all the great like it was a very successful show and yeah made my mama cry it was the first oh. show she had ever been to of mine oh. so it just awesome. blew oh. her the fuck away like her nice. and her sisters and my uncle came out um yeah it was a great show man thank you yeah thank you soren soren's performance was an amazing way to like kick it off and like man that was also like a dream come true i had originally hit him up back in 2017 mm -hmm. uh, to try and get him to play my first show, Chroma Death. It was like my birthday, a full moon. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Maybe this will work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He happened to have been throwing a solo show for his artwork two days later out in Houston. Oh, wow. And before I announced my show date, Rez, my partner, was going to fly us out for his show. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> you know, I, I have been following, like listening to him since I first heard him at Art Outside back in like... 2014 maybe yeah um and you know it was kind of cool that he like he responded he was like you know sorry i can't this time and right uh, right after i announced my show uh for last year i just i was listening to his music while i was painting in the studio and i was like you know i wonder if he's busy again <laughs> yeah well, why not you know that's yeah. sometimes that's how i've worked with a lot of artists or um done a lot of video work for people is just hit him fuck up it, yeah because you're either gonna get a no yeah or a yes yeah so um i hit him up and he was like yeah i could be interested yeah, and yeah. we started talking and we locked it in and uh man to start a painting during that in our warehouse like we're surrounded by friends family strangers like mm -hmm. Man, we have it all recorded to the full set, uh, multi-camera. So we'll be releasing that nice in the next few weeks or so. Or Heck he yeah. will be. I'm <laughs> cool. excited. That's super rad. And do you so like coming off an art show? Like, do you like do you allow yourself time to just kind of like 
float and experiment creatively and do you like specifically kind of like take this as a phase where you're going to build a body of work specifically for an art show like how does that come together man it's (laughs) that's kind of weird because like it really it kind of was a culmination of me just dissecting a few things and that's how my last few shows have been is I'll look at one section of a painting of mine. I'm like, all right, I'm going to focus on this mm-hmm. or I'm going to like pull this and add this kind of section or break this down. And, um, yeah, right after the show, I mean, there were a few things I started up right at the end where I was like, okay, I want to explore this a lot more. Okay. Like yeah. there's definitely, here's one. I'm just going to focus on that one. I'll display that. But then that's when I'm going to take a few, few, some time to, uh, to play with. And, yeah, one of the the first pieces I've already kind of dabbled with just sold and was accepted somewhere, but then I sold it. It was accepted, <laughs> so it was just, but it's cool. I'm uh, I got a few new ideas and a lot of new big brushes. So, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> kind of build this nice little contraption and try and do some cool stuff this year. Right on. Ooh, a contraption. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I just want to put yeah. a bunch of big brushes together. Oh, See okay. how big I can make a swoop. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. What's yeah. the biggest brush you've ever found? Like, I know they make the eight inch Liquitex like freestyle. Um, is there any wider than that? Have you been able to know, a broom? Yeah, a broom. That's what I wanted to play with. I need a yeah. I yeah. want. I need a wall big enough to like just play with. I don't know. I feel like a big mop head would be yeah. Kind of kind of cool not do it on the floor too yeah had the clean enough floor probably that's true that'd probably give more of the effect not the same though it's the same flat brush right still be a lot of fun that'd be fun to experiment it's a crazy juxtaposition if you would like paint with a mop on the floor like (laughs) you're mopping the floor but creating this wonderful masterpiece instead of just like you know, Instead of just doing, mundanely mopping. Yeah. Doing custodial work. Like, you're a master of the janitorial arts. Yeah. The custodial arts. Oh, man. No, I want to hang from like a bungee cord and be pulled from one side of the room and then just let go and just be swinging back and forth. Big Lebowski style. Yeah, dude. Just be able to drip it down and ground the floor, get some paint, get reload. Ooh. Sounds like a blast. That does yeah, sound dude, fun. Right? Someone give me a big wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, do you want to talk about like when you got into art and um, how it's affected your life in general? Like any transitions from young Chris to the Chris we know today? <laughs> young Chris, man. Yeah, I mean, I was really in sports and then I got hurt. And then one day my friend had a big bag of weed and a couple cameras and was like, yo, let's go to a national park. He worked for one of those companies that would do like the T-ball baseball photos. Oh yeah. So he had like a couple (laughs) Canon photos. We were in high school or cameras and we were in high school. And so I was like, sweet, let's do this. Went out to uh, great falls national park and smoked and took a bunch of photos. He was like, here's how you do it. If you have any questions, let me know. I think we were out there for like 10 hours and oh, i came nice. home and my mom worked at my school and i was like i need to be in the photo class like fuck this wow. yeah you know i'm not gonna play sports for the rest of my life right. i wanna it clicked I in like a day in love like that. instantly yeah. and uh yeah and then so and i started i was able to learn like from the dark room you know the early processes and then started taking like graphic design classes art classes and really just drawing 
Drawing mm-hmm. is where I kind of, and charcoal work, besides the photos, um, or what I was doing in high school. And then I got accepted into Savannah College of Art and Design and chose photography as my major. And then also found a little loophole where I did etching and wood carving before oh, I even dope. learned screen printing. Oh, that's sick. And uh, was able to study that as a minor. And then picked up video work once I graduated because I was more of a documentary or fine art photographer instead of a studio photographer. Mm -hmm. And I learned that that wasn't really going to do it for me. Yeah, yeah. My teachers were kind of (laughs) right. But we were in such an age where like video is such a hit. And I moved to Atlanta after I lived in Savannah and ended up shooting a bunch of rap videos so i worked oh. with like currency big crit all really? the people i worked really with. oh yeah. shit you work with big crit yeah wow i got interviews with all of them what? and all this stuff that's awesome and Damn. working with bmi and then back home in dc with some people um i was able to kind of just be like okay cool people want this you know i was just shooting low-key rap videos and other stuff it was fun yeah. being the goofy little white <laughs> kid but then i like had an art show in I won photographer of the year in Atlanta for through raw artists. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like I knew Emily Kell back in college and Steven Teller and we would show work there. And because I won that, I was able to choose any of the 70 States they Mm -hmm. show work in or have shows in. 70? Or not states, cities. Cities. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Seven different cities. And, uh, And I chose Austin, Texas. And at that time, I had just gotten out of relationships. I was like, fuck it. I know two friends down there. I'll just go have some fun in Austin, see if it's really weird like I hear it is. <laughs> and yeah. I had my show. And little did I know, I like hung up work next to Omar Chow. Oh, nice. And nice. met him that time. But we didn't realize this until a year later after I moved there. Nice. And I ended up going camping, meeting these people. And... It was a lot different than the East Coast, and mm-hmm. I just kind of found a nice group of people that I was like, cool, they they look like they support each other in what they create, so yeah, that's what I want to be around, and I randomly just up and moved to Texas a week later. Oh, My mom yeah. was like, you're moving to Texas? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> moving to Texas. <laughs> and so then I like got in to this scene of people, and... Like I said, I only knew Emily Kell and Steven Teller in college. Yeah. And so from shooting rap videos and hearing them being like, yeah, I go to festivals. I get to paint and yeah, get yeah. high and paint them my favorite music and then sell the paintings. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. That's, that's cool, I guess. And uh, like an overnight festival. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I saw this huge community of artists down there. Um, and I was like, how's no one documenting this? They're like, no one has a camera. I was like, bet i do yeah just get me in places you know and i started just documenting all these these events like chance roberts and all the people down there in austin texas or they were doing great things you know music and visual wise yeah yeah. um and after a while i was like yo i can paint too (laughs) i like come paint and film with you guys (laughs) And they're like, yeah, they snuck me in the door, but in the back door of like a blue tech show, the next night a Spangle show where like halfway through 
the fire alarm was going off and shit. And it was just like a <laughs> shit show. I was like, man, what is this? I was like, I like this. <laughs> and is that where your love of blue tech comes from? Oh uh, like yeah, your man. First so life painting. Show? Yeah, and that like I, that happened to be like three days after Gem and Jam, um, five years ago, six years ago, and um, five years ago. And I was like filming because I was gonna go renegade paint, you know. Mm-hmm. And my friend's camera died, uh-huh. and she was like, "I need this interview with Thriftworks and Insightful." And I was uh-huh. like, at the time, I'm like, "Dope, I love those guys." Mm-hmm. But also at that time, I just eaten a bunch of ass. <laughs> she was like, "I'll give you my media pass." You know, the grays were there and shit. She was like, "I just need." Them. I was like, "Cool, all right, fuck painting." Yeah, I went and made a like a recap and was able to get on stage and all this shit. <laughs> You and held it together. I'm just like, yeah, held it together. <laughs> <dude."> um, <laughs> and then I was just wandering around, about to go film something. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. And my buddy goes, "Yo, do you know who Blue Tech is?" And I was like, "Nah." He's like, "Follow me." And it was in like, it was still when Gemma Jam was at the Meat Factory, that like weird place. <laughs> and yeah, it was like at a slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Ooh. That's so weird. A w- weird place for a festival. Shout out Gem and Jam. I'll see y'all in a few weeks. I'll yeah. be painting there. Um, but yeah, my buddy was like, yo, and we get crammed into this tiny ass room. And it was like, I fell in love. I was like, he's one of my favorite producers. Yeah, yeah. And so then the, like to be able to paint to that for the first time was pretty tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you like, were you still painting the whole time that you were pursuing like video and photography? So like in oh, school, you- like... It wasn't like a regular college. It was kind of weird. It was really fun. But like, I would be taking art history, color theory, painting classes, drawing classes, all in between mixed with my photo. And I would do alternative processes um, in the dark lab or dark rooms. So it was a lot of fun. I was able to take kind of whatever classes I wanted as long as I stayed in the lane of the uh, photography stuff. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then like, was it was it painting at live events and festivals that got you to like focus more on painting? Um, I think because of who I was around and the outlet that was given to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I just did Infrasound last year, and that was the first festival like I had done since 2017 in Oregon during the oh, eclipse. Yeah. Nice. And before that, I was doing like five to eight festivals a year. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it comes to a point where you're like, all right, let me, especially having that space. Like I said, the warehouse, I just wanted to hone in. Yeah, and get like that disappear. studio work. Yeah. And nice. that's how I was able to hide 56 paintings pretty much <laughs> for two years from <laughs> yeah, people yeah. to have like this event. And that was, that was even a, a stretch because this is how I make a living. And right. to have to hide things, even from my big collectors where... I didn't want anything really pre-sold until like the month before. There was yeah. maybe one or two paintings I had sold a few years ago mm-hmm. that were going to be in it that still were being finished. But I still had to kind of create work to put out that wasn't the new stuff I was already working on. Just but like just have a still, trickle of yeah, yeah, and that was kind of like a weird because like like I said, I, I it switched for me when I made the started thinking that I'm making this artwork for myself, not just to sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but. I looked at it more of just kind of selling off more studies or just having ideas that weren't quite fit for the show that I needed to just get out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you're when you're going hard for like eight to fifteen hour studio session days sometimes, like 
some pieces you just got to put away. You need yeah. to step away from that before you overdo it or overwork yeah, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all just we take all a just big look- sigh. <laughs> We're like, uh. that's like a crazy thing, you know, like, because uh, I don't know, especially today with like social media and shit, there's always this urgency to like, uh, I made a painting. Look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look. yeah. Oh man. And it's kind of even yeah. crazier. Yeah. The past two years now of just mm-hmm. how much people are pumping out work mm-hmm. and it's cool Fuck and to yeah, keep create. that shit yeah. to keep it under wraps and a trust yeah. in that body of work and then just release like a nuclear bomb mm-hmm. of paintings it's oh, a yeah. cool strategy you know yeah it was crazy yeah, i think within dope, like dude. a week and a half me and jake just combined released like 80 paintings together <laughs> our two shows just separately like yeah like man yeah and it like, was epic it was. It yeah, was man. Two weeks. Yeah, man. I was. I was like pretty blown away by the <sighs> the prolificness of that show, man. Dude, I bought a painting from that show. Like, f- oh no, I'm talking about your show, oh, but my Jake's show. Jake's too. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. well, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. I was kind of <laughs> stoked at first. Like, I was real thrown off of like once I counted up all the number of paintings and just the pricing of everything, I was just like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? <sighs> but then I was like, no, nah, dude, this is like two years of like a salary of just like things I've been hiding. This is right. all, you know? And then it just felt good having, I think people came from about 14 or 15 different states to come Damn. to the show. Right that's on. awesome, man. Yeah, and that's the, <clears throat> the cool thing about having that space and the events that we throw or they're private public events yeah so you know you got to fill out at uh, like an rsvp for it but that allows us to not only curate the people but the artwork and the sound so everyone's yeah, yeah. comfortable and you get to really create right. what you want to give off because there's and, limited space there yeah, yeah i mean and and the really cool thing i had a lot of people come up who had seen the studio space before we cleaned it mm-hmm. and, damn it looks good in here because it wasn't always the cleanest <laughs> yeah studio. i mean like it was the f- most fun but maybe not the yeah cleanest. yeah <laughs> but like the, the floor especially like i took a photo of that that was like a painting of its own yeah <laughs> fucking um yeah it was like that's where i created the majority of that work so people right. were able to feel like what i was really putting into them totally like, yeah give like vibe off of the it's walls next you know? level like it's born in here yeah, yeah. higher resonant frequency yeah. Oh, yeah um i had a question um about so you you've gone deep on this on kind of what i would i look at it as more like one overall motif that's been expanding and like getting bigger as as you've developed as an artist maybe talk about like going deep with something versus going broad like to to me i see you as an example of successful artist who went deep and didn't really follow any sort of like trend so much you just you know it's like gradient swoop and then from there you've started to add more elements and stuff like this and and gotten creative with the way that you do that like do you think i don't know how to pose this as a question at all but no, i think I, I i think i got what you're you're going off so it all really started with like the exploration of color mm-hmm. so when i first started doing these these it started as studies where i was just kind of getting real loose and gestury and and seeing what these colors had me feel 
you know, because we all are influenced differently from colors. Totally. We all feel something different, could bring up a different memory, different thought yeah. person, you know, and mm-hmm. so just really dialing to that. And then kind of like the fact of repetition, like you, what's the easiest thing to do is you want to like lay over paint like 10 times. The way to solve that is by better quality paint you know yeah, yeah. when you in the repetition you eventually want to get down to being able to do that in just one stroke yeah you know yeah yeah um and so that's what i really like to what really kind of got me going and in, in wanting to just continue doing this and uh i had a conversation with someone they're like yeah you gotta you know find something go a little crazy over it for mm-hmm. about ten thousand hours sit mm-hmm. back dissect it yeah. And then go crazy again for another 10,000 hours <laughs> yeah. and just keep uh-huh. going in and in. And like, I think the best example of, of how I did all that was it started with, with color. And then my first show was Chroma Death, where I took color completely out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I followed up with a completely minimal body of work where, <laughs> you know, it kind of, what I noticed was a lot of musicians or producers or a different realm of people really enjoyed those Mm -hmm. and then other collectors of mine thought they were nice they didn't like them yeah yeah but it's like you know they like my other style and i had a lot of people be like are you gonna paint more on these like on top like one of your little worlds i'm like no you're like minimal (laughs) it's like this is like just think about it it's like more so about just thinking inward and like what it makes you feel or think about and that's where i really started to dial back in after i took color away Mm -hmm. where i was like that's what i want to that's where my focus is Mm -hmm. and um that was the first time i ever created a body of work and still to this time where when i had them all in front of me before i packed them up i like started laughing started crying yeah got a little angry but then i was like fuck yeah (laughs) i'm never gonna touch these paintings again like i'm not gonna look at this a year later and be like oh one more line you know like and that's a very rare feeling for an artist to have. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to try and get there with every painting. Every painting. But even then, like, you, even for both of y'all, like, you may learn a different shading effect or a different, yeah, yeah. you know, and like four years later, you look at a painting, you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a quick thought, not like, yeah. I'm going to do this, but you're just like, I could just like, yeah. Clean <laughs> up, hurry up, you know? And it was, it's just uh, uh yeah you're right so i think it's the thing our, all artists should strive for if they want to or they can look at their work as ever continually growing and expanding and if they want to hit something again like mm. fuck it man yeah. Yeah. on a painting i thought was done yeah. you know, <laughs> it's hanging down the hall where we're doing this in <laughs> nice. dempsey's house nice yeah it's like, gotta wait i want to keep painting on this let me hide it <laughs> yeah it's like it I have the experience of, you know, there's like waves of creativity and interest. Oh, yeah. And like that wave will break. And then whatever was created in that time is kind of like that was what it was. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's like it's not very often that I actually go back to an old piece and work on it. Right. Because it it's like the, the energy that I was riding on that wave. Like I'm in a different place in time now. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to do like have an art show. And it's like this is this is like what I was grooving on in mm-hmm. this time and space. And that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool to like, 
yeah, have to put the fucking stamp on it and be like, there it is. This yeah. is it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, when do we really ever call a painting done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the eternal question. Yeah. I think. Is it ever done? Is it? Everybody that views it <laughs> builds on its value. It adds and... their own story. Just waiting for that last little bit of spill on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, I, does the, so does the swoop have a meaning to you? It teaches me patience. Because mm. I have to have everything proper. The paint to water mixture, the brush can't be too wet. Like, there's a lot of things, and it's. I'm either making or breaking the painting. So, if I'm going into it mm-hmm. not in the right space, like, there's been times I sit there, get everything ready, and, like, either something will happen, or I just look, and I'm just like, no. But also, it's like a really just it's quick. Yeah. I, it just happens, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, there's a few little steps i go to beforehand but it's really kind of that it it's very nerve-wracking also yeah i kind of like that Mm -hmm. and even though every time in that one specific kind of area the main like middle swoop i'm doing the same gesture Mm -hmm. none of them are the same yeah right you Mm -hmm. know and it's that same thing of repetition trying to master something or just get it exactly and there's still sometimes there's like some wrist motions i do and there's this like one kind of over folding swoop that happens once in a blue moon and i'm just like ah, how the fuck can i like know how to really do that all the time it just pops out when it wants to yeah kind of dude and so like recently i've been doing these like swoop studies as well where like i don't make prints of my work but i i want to make it affordable to everybody so mm-hmm. i've been yeah. just kind of really doing these loose expressive gesture strokes on these uh watercolor papers and it's really teaching me a lot of how the pressure I'm doing or the different angle and how I'm how I can let loose of my wrist more really changes uh the perspective of a lot of them so mm-hmm. it's it's fun that's what I'm diving into this year it's cool it's it's like you it's your own version of like the zen the, circle yeah. you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah cuz I don't like this I don't like the sign my paintings on the front cuz even if I paint it one way my buddy likes to hang them upside down sometimes. Like, <laughs> if you want to hang it sideways, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and that's a way to like, <clears throat> sorry. Also, uh, kind of make a mark where if someone sees it, they're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 You got a bowl. That's sweet. Right. It is uh, your signature. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, everyone, you can see it in anybody's artwork. That one thing that just popped up in all their paintings, you mm-hmm. know, even if they know it or not, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, you have a pretty uh pretty defined style and I think it just speaks to the value of going deep with something like how you're talking about how you have like none of the swoops are the same and you're just mastering this it is like a zen attitude too. Oh man, I've painted over so many fucking paintings though too and like having my friends sit there after I do something and I'm just like in my head just this war it's like oh my god meltdown do, dude and all of a sudden just black paint all over it you know and it's, that's what i tell a lot of people also it's like and i tell myself this repeatedly: it's like paint is paint mm-hmm. yeah you know and that's yeah. where it's again patience and, Damn, and that yeah. is my meditative state you know of falling into those gradients especially adding that motion now into it you know it's always you got to not you you won't always know the evolution of what you're doing right now and that's mm. why you got to continue to just work and dissect right and figure out what it is that is like pushing you to like 
continue mm-hmm. on this one little path of of what you're you're creating at that moment and that's when when it all kind of comes together is is once you just go crazy over it <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's also like the destructive act of when a piece isn't working too like yeah. that that can be like an overlooked part of creativity is destroying oh i love what doesn't work yeah. get rid of them if i don't like something and something like I'll, I'll need that person over my shoulder sometimes. Be like, don't do it. Don't be like, don't paint over it. Shout out Rez and Hallie Graham. Y'all do that a lot. <laughs> Cause, yeah, that's a weird thing too. Cause sometimes you'll be working on a piece and you think it is complete shit. Yeah. And like, you might just be, you might be creating something brilliant in your off that day. And sometimes a, a second set of eyes can be like, yep. hold up. Wait, it's actually <laughs> really cool. Really good. Yeah. Why don't you go You're to just sleep? Just having a day. Yeah. yeah. Wake just up tomorrow. Go to Here's sleep. another canvas. Yeah. Just like, oh. You ever heard of sleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's something food? I figured out after my show. Sleep. That's yeah. tight. The rest is tight. Yeah. Weed <laughs> is tight. Yeah. A lot of things are tight. Yeah. What, is, uh, what does weed mean to you? <laughs> Just like it, <laughs> you know. It's pretty cool. Um, helps me out a lot. Yeah. Do you like? Do you typically work stoned? Yeah. <laughs> Unless I don't have any money or no weed, and then <laughs> gotta work and yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. no, it's cool. Um, weed is tight. Have you taken a, <laughs> a, a <laughs> Have you taken a detox from it at any time recently? Or, yeah, like what's, uh, I don't know, what's different when you're not smoking? Um, I don't know. (laughs) We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. It's cool. I just just don't eat as much, maybe. I don't know. I get in my head a lot. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I probably don't need to smoke as much weed. I just like it. Yeah. I just like smoking weed. The active... Yeah, yeah. Man, I do too. That's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out weed. Shout out the weed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah. It's just everybody has it's unique because everybody has their own kind of uh, I like do a recipe. Of yeah, I got you a know? nice little recipe, but it's all just it's combination kind of, of things. You know, you gotta balance. Balance yeah. is tight. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a routine going at all, or are you? Uh, I like to ask people about their routines, like, hmm. if they have them. Okay, well. Uh, do, do you court chaos? <laughs> <laughs> I usually wake up. All right, so there's two different routines. There's my Got overnight it. working routine, and mm-hmm. then there's my regular day routine, I guess, in the uh-huh. normal time. Yeah. Where I'll wake up sometimes from, like, between 8 or 10, yeah. get some coffee, smoke a blunt, find some music, start painting. Mm-hmm. Maybe go on a going a walk um then there's my times where if like i'm working these long studio sessions i like sometimes wake up midday luckily i have no windows in my room <laughs> so like i like the studio at night i get the yeah. whole warehouse while everyone's sleeping to just paint and be loud um <laughs> and i'll just kind of you know luckily my buddy's food truck was outside and when it's nice out he cooks so i don't have to walk far for really good food or, nice we're in an area where I can get food around and just literally just get lost in a, in that cave of a warehouse and paint yeah. all day and night. 
Yeah. And then go to sleep as the sun's coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wake up again, just keep doing the thing or sometimes just forget time and just keep painting. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm feeling it and I'm in it, fuck it. If I'm eating and I'm feeling good, why not just keep going? Then yeah. rest for like a whole day or two after. Mm-hmm. Ride that wave when you, yeah, when you exactly. get it. Exactly. Yeah. You and Steven are a lot of like the same in that regard. Man, like when I first moved here four and a half, who knows, four years ago. I stayed with Jake and Steven and Zach for a while, and they're who I pull a huge inspiration of, like, work method from. Like, mm-hmm. Jake starting five pieces at once in, in the front backyard, you know, and then watching Steven go for, like, 24 hours straight. I was like, damn, these guys. You know, Zach in my, over my ear going, lines and dots, lines and dots, lines and dots. You know, like, I love those guys. They're amazing artists, huge inspirations, and so crazy like y'all as well that we're all friends and we can just like, right work together push each other just like see watch each other evolve is is something else they're they're definitely who i pull a lot of inspiration from not only from art but method work method yeah. is the one thing that re- they're great great it, artists yeah it's cool like everybody has something a little different that works for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like when you find yours it know like knowing yourself well enough to just tap into that and just roll with it i think it takes a lot to do that like uh sometimes like me personally like i'll look at people like like you guys who work like that i'm like oh i wish i could work like that but i've tried it and it doesn't exactly work for me Mm -mm. you know it's definitely something you gotta kind of not fall into but just like kind of want to take that risk of losing yourself yeah at times mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like i said earlier it's like a roller coaster this life of being an artist we're gonna have those ups it's how you hold it you're gonna have those downs and it's how you pull yourself out and yeah yeah it's sometimes you don't want to work when you have to the most yeah and it yeah. sucks yeah mm-hmm. and people sometimes don't realize that yeah like it's yeah, like sometimes it's point. not fun to make art. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, all right, cool, I got to this point, but you know, this kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. I don't get it, but yeah, we're humans. Yeah, we are. So, I was, I was sick are. for the some last leg. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Probably like three weeks almost, and like I wanted to paint, and I was kind of beating myself up about not doing it, mm-hmm. but I literally couldn't. Yeah. And I was eventually fell into the like mindset of like, maybe it's good to take like a small break, you know, very necessary. Step away. (laughs) Just for a second. Step back. It's like scary to take a break from art too. It is. Yeah. I don't want to miss out on the mystery of creativity. You want to keep showing up. Oh man, this is the first time and I'm holding myself to it. I was like, man, I've done a solo show the past three years, even though like one was put on by Walton Art House in Mm -hmm. Ashland, Oregon. And the other two were myself, but I was like, I'm not going to push myself to that stress this year. This mm. is the year of configuring everything back together, traveling, relaxing, yeah. actually, and just building back relationships and studying and learning some new yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, just taking time. Yeah. Dissecting what I just unleashed, not only on people, but myself. Like, mm. right. That was such a heavy moment having a lot of those paintings be like, all right, damn. Yeah. You need some time up. for yeah, yeah like reflection. Like, wait, who am I? Like, uh, yeah, is everything? 
Um, so, and that's one thing I love about that space too, is like, I'm able to give private tours to people afterwards and also just myself, like, especially after the show, having it all hung exactly as it was like empty room. I, I didn't really have that moment before the show. Like I envisioned so vividly months before because of certain things as having to be last minute. But like I had that moment afterwards and felt good yeah it felt real good that's yeah, awesome yeah and it's like uh just talking about those waves you know like where you okay you have a creative wave and you follow it and then like on the other side is going to be a crash and you're going to feel weird and strange but it seems like every artist you meet and every style that people approach it like we in- inevitably you have waves of inspiration and high productivity and periods of depression and darkness and strangeness exactly yeah yeah. life experience yeah do you like so you have moments where you're not inspired and like how do you navigate those spaces when maybe you're feeling low creatively traveling kind of just getting away kind of also just like honing in on those thoughts or Mm -hmm. feelings like if i'm feeling shitty I'll lay in a bed for 12 hours and think about why I'm feeling shitty or, you know, Mm -hmm. that like kind of figure out what it is that's going to make me come out of that little shell, you know? And it's hard because every situation is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, say example, you lose a dear friend or something and it's right out of crunch time for a show or like right when you or about to start something brand new that you had initially one very set in stone idea Mm -hmm. and then bam something happens to you personally or in just in your life and now that idea is just so skewed or distorted that it's creating something different that may be what you want or not and then Mm -hmm. you have to now go through that process of kind of digging through that and like is this now where I want to take it or Mm -hmm. do I need to kind of take a break and step back yeah to get back to where i was Mm -hmm. so it really kind of depends blunts (laughs) i like to say that to everything if i really don't have any other solution (laughs) um shout out blunts shouts Shouts. (laughs) what's your favorite blunt white owl a weed blunt or swisher you like swishers Uh, yeah swishers duchess backwards are tight we, you know i don't really like flavored ones anymore yeah. that's like high school shit yeah like <laughs> I, I want mean, weed that you can college. taste through a blunt you know <laughs> people are like blunts take the taste away yeah like, nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't weed. I don't know no yeah. that's rude smoke your weed like smoke your joints i'll smoke your joints smoke how you want to smoke Weed's do whatever you want to do that's yeah. what you want to do <laughs> We here at RTF endorse uh, you doing whatever the fuck you want. So. Yeah. yeah. Just balance. Yeah. Safety third. Safety third. <laughs> My guy. Yeah. It's a little bowl secret, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have, like, you know, coming off an art show, do you have any, like, plans, big plans for the future yet? Or are you kind of just taking your time and feeling it out? Um kind of both i want to start playing with oil paint 
Mm. I played with nice. it before, and I just started a collab with somebody, and I've learned that everything I've done in oil paint has been incorrect. So it's like <laughs> cool that I'm like learning from someone who's vi- like almost they're really good, <laughs> and it's cool that like getting to see that difference of like okay at first I I went into it kind of the way I did with my acrylic stuff, and I was like oh no that's not yeah. how you do it like so it's kind of relearning my process but just in a different medium same mm-hmm. with like hitting walls the past year learning uh aerosol it's fun but that's it's a like, thing yeah it's a whole it's new a thing, whole new thing. <laughs> something maybe a hundred times easier with that but then you're like oh this one thing that's like the usually, that, that i rely on yeah it's like, it's like how the fuck do i do this yeah you know yeah but it's good you always if you if you always can keep learning you gotta because it's you think you completely know everything about something, then that's that's not and it. And then you come yeah. up against a, a wall or a limit yeah, or something. Or, yeah, and you find that, and then you just, like, become like a dog with a tail between your legs. You don't, and it takes away from the rest of your capabilities of doing something. You know, you always got to be open to right. learning um, right. and then taking what you learn with a grain of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, being humble, too. Yeah, not yeah. thinking you exactly got everything figured it's out. Like the most exactly. dangerous space, like when you think you have something figured out. Yeah. You oh. In, you as soon as, as soon as you get to that spot, <laughs> something's gonna get thrown in the mix. And yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm nothing. Like, well, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's something oils. I would. I've never painted with oils. I really want to dive into it. I'm kind of like intimidated. I'm man. intimidated. I am too. Yeah. But the effects you can get is like. It's Next level, yeah. yeah. Doing mm-hmm. gradients with oils make me just giggle. <laughs> Walk away for like forty-five minutes, come back and just hit it again. I'm just like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you working with oils with? Me and CT started a piece up. Oh, nice, which is oh, really cool. cool. Oh yeah. Well, that's Shout somebody to learn from. Shout out CT Nelson. Yeah. Shouts. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, but we're just taking our time on that. But yeah, that's. That's cool. We're doing one. Yeah, that's a good teacher to have, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's he's just he's not human. Did anyone did anyone teach you uh, how to paint acrylic, or did you kind of just I took pick classes. it up? Well, while I was in school. We were like, you know, we could take some classes and stuff. Oh, and okay. So you know, like in color theory, it was something that stuck all the way from high school through college yeah, yeah. to now is, I guess, what I'm gonna do until I'm done. Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> keep fucking. Playing with colors. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I took a few classes, but it wasn't my main thing. Yeah. Even with my photography, I like, there was a time where I was doing these, uh, like, painting with developer where I had, like, bigger brushes and making these loose just, uh, gestural strokes and then exposing them in the dark room, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then going back to some of my old monotype etchings. I like found from 2010 maybe to or like the same exact color palette as Chroma Death. Oh, really? And it's like this lo- these crazy just one-off pieces and it's crazy how my mind was in that area back then and how it's somehow rebirthed itself back into me doing it with acrylic or right. painting mm-hmm. now and just the the story it's telling of myself. Yeah. myself yeah you never know what like seeds like you're planting and it's weird mm-hmm. some of the pieces i've done and how they've like looking back it's tight yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this is like it's kind of a silly question but what is your favorite thing about art hmm. 
making a mess <laughs> i don't know um art hmm the way it makes me feel yeah awesome. straight up mm-hmm. i've sat in front of paintings and museums for hours i've literally walked into a gallery before i even got in and saw a painting in the window i was like what the fuck i didn't know one of, like i didn't know there was an inverse of this mm-hmm. yeah walk tried to not walk to the painting first <sighs> walk halfway through another section and go right to it be like i want this i can't no you don't do it walk around try and talk myself out leave a gallery go on a walk smoke a blunt come back and be like should i buy this and immediately be like yeah yeah and just to have that kind of feeling like that someone created that can draw you to that or just like how they make you feel like my partner and i once got into an event and we saw something on the wall and started like boxing each other out because we're trying to pull our wallets out and shit and like buy this painting after we saw the price of it like you know it's it's the little things you know it's the little things and especially that's what I try to put off into my paintings and especially that's why I don't like make prints of them because sometimes I may not say it or you know you really have to have that little catch me on the time of a conversation where I'm working or staring at that painting and like yeah I'll just go off on it, but the thoughts and just feelings that I put in some of these paintings are all over the place. So it's yeah. like sometimes, you know, I, I, and especially studying printing in school, fucking printers, dude, it's a hell, of, you know, there's really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah. But at the time when I was a younger artist making prints and stuff, um, I just, I was like, why am I paying money for this? Like, this, how'd you get this job? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and you know, and just sometimes recreating certain <clears throat> colors is going to cost a lot of money. And mm. if you want to do something like that, you know, do it right. Right. So it's like at that point, I was like, I'm just going to make these paintings and leave it at that. Yeah. And I do, like, and that's why I do the blanket sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's three times the size of the original you can hang it on a wall or it can keep you warm yeah you know shout Versatile. out conscious collections yeah <laughs> fucking shouts <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah like I, I eventually if i do prints i want to do like screen like nice light, ones yeah like yeah. layered prints to where each one is different because i can run a different gradient or something over them you know i want to like really have a hand embellished one at this time i'd rather make the pieces instead of try to sure do something but yeah i get good and bad responses on it on um, not making prints yeah and yeah. i'm just honest to everyone and, and at that time i i tell people well what's your budget we can make yeah. it work you know yeah. open mm-hmm. to anything yeah and i'd rather just give something someone you know yeah an original right. yeah I, I used to sell a lot I of weed, that. so I just took all my weed knowledge to my paintings once I moved to Colorado because I was like, can't sell weed up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what do you think you're not like? Okay, so let me try and phrase this. What do you think we sell when we sell a piece of artwork? Is it the artifact? Is it like, well, what depends. is it? I mean, what kind of art is it? Hmm. Yours. Yours, I guess. <laughs> oh, um, can you restate the question, please? <laughs> uh, what are you selling when you sell one of your paintings? Bes- aside from uh, obvious, like, it's the paint. It's the image. Like, um, what is it? Like, from a gallery? Like, <laughs> is it a body of work that I, like, it, I don't know, man, any kind of work, uh... 
I'm saying like, what is a painting? What and is a painting? It's just it's a it's a thought of mine. It's, you know, and when people get those originals, I I kind of either hand them the keys to the car for a minute, or yeah. I'm like I go in and I talk to them about it. I like yeah, yeah. let them because they're not just buying a painting. They're like, okay, thanks, right? And walking off, the people mm, who are buying so my work like are sitting there watching me work on them or create them or have seen the progression of it or have fallen into like an hour long conversation with me or like a who knows and we just get lost in talking or the one thing i love is like when someone i walk up at when i used to do events and like see people talking about my work and i'll just like kind of join the conversation yeah, yeah. they don't know i'm the yeah, right <laughs> and so and that's really cool because they're just they're raw. They're not realizing mm-hmm. they're talking to the person creating what they're like fucking looking at and like trying to figure out or like be like this and this is cool. And so they really open up. And then I like, like oh yeah, and I was trying to do this here. And they're just like, oh. <laughs> and I love the people that continue to like, oh, I have so many questions for you now. Yeah. You know? Then there's other people that are like, oh, cool, cool. Um, but like when I see those people who can like, express or explain a feeling that is either dead on like in that same realm of what i was feeling when i created it mm-hmm. or it could be a complete 180 but yeah, yeah. even further of yeah. like i'm like damn this just made them figure some shit out right? yeah i was like please go on more yeah, you know yeah. and and like at that time i'm like 50 50 i'm like well if this belongs with you yeah you yeah, know yeah. there's those few moments where you see someone and it's like Phew, Mm-hmm. you know and I'm, then i'm like yeah. how how can we make this work yeah, yeah you know at that point numbers are just fucking numbers and so right. it's like and that's where it's like being able to just be flexible and working with people too it's like yeah yeah eat a pringle, you want a pringle? Uh, yeah i'm okay this podcast brought to you by pringles oh <laughs> nice once pop can't stop <laughs> so do you think what's your opinion on the um what is it Diameter, circumference of a Pringles can. Should they be wider? It's not quite a fist's Yeah. <laughs> it's about a three-quarter fist. Yeah. We can just call it Pring, so we don't have to give them a real shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> Pring chips. <laughs> do, you, do you feel... Um, do you... Like, do you have maybe an artist statement or a feeling of purpose as an artist man that's one thing I always kind of like suck at doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's tough I'm I'm bad at like really writing things down but I can sit and sit with somebody and kind of have a conversation like we're having and really have them either just jot some things down and then we sit and like really break down um what i'm trying to get across because like my brother he's a writer for the nba and i'm a visual artist i mm-hmm. can't write for shit yeah he can't paint for shit so it's kind of like you know mm-hmm. everyone has their own thing and it's that's something i'd always been weak all through school and everything um so i don't know that's where i think i kind of explore color so much is that's just my way of you know, being like, oh, yeah, you know, orange. This is, I've been feeling fucking orange for, like, weeks, you know? And, <laughs> so, like, and, and that's where a lot of my titles kind of come into play as well. Yeah. Um, I really like to kind of draw the person into thinking of, like, 
okay, boom. And that repeats in their head as they're looking at something or Mm -hmm. the little story that I kind of build with like, you know, a little wiggly guy, a little wiggly bull or like the squares (laughs) and like each circle, the more a circle is rendered out, the more I'm thinking of something, the bigger Mm -hmm. it is, the more that thought's on my mind, Mm -hmm. the smaller it is. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, cool. Thinking about that. Oh yeah, I need to go take the trash out. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Or something, you know? Um, Yeah, just small little simple symbolisms inside things Mm. nice just let it grow and organically be itself instead of being like my art is this right and especially with like the newer i guess like series from my last show that took almost eight or nine months just to get all the backgrounds ready because it was doing all that strategic Damn. tape work and like oh yeah being yeah. so ocd and just clean of everything being the exact same before i get messy as shit all yeah. over and just like pain and you know mm-hmm. so it's definitely a weird mindset of getting into a certain body of work yeah mm. and you like to like it seems like you like to really set the space create a structure for yourself to be chaotic within yeah find that works for you instead of like from that i'm figuring out so much more than like diving into that to expand outside of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 what are you guys up to i'm sleepy today man (laughs) well the sun we're all we're all in the myra show that's cool yeah yeah. so we're all three of us are participating in Mira's show is it myra's or mira's Mirrors, I guess. I, yeah, I no one knows. <laughs> Mirrors. Mark. Everyone, yeah. I feel like with so. art stuff, it can just be whatever you just call it, you know. It's my accent. My whatever. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're all going to be in a group, a local group show at Mirrors uh, this coming Friday. Denver. So, Ten. yeah, in Denver. So, 10th, January 10th. Yeah. So, if anybody's 10, around. 2020. You guys could come to the show. You could see our art. You could meet us. It'll be fun. There's. Yeah, we'll do you know? There. Do you know who else is in it? There's us three. I know Morgan just dropped. Morgan Mandala. Randall. Anna. Um, yeah, Anna Charney. Hey, Charney. Oh, man, we can pull it up. Fuck, we're missing names. I haven't <laughs> seen the the full lineup yet, honestly. Alex Rudd. Oh, Alex cool. Rudd is nice. Yeah, Shouts to Alex Rudd. Good yeah, job, he's buddy. A, he's a dope artist. I yeah. think it's cool. Like this podcast is kind of a window into this uh, strange, amorphous art community that we're all a part of, and uh, you know, we're all gonna be in one place on Friday. So, so if you, you want to come out and yeah. uh, figure out which one of us is which, <laughs> based on our voices, there's two mullets. There's two mullets, <laughs> and um, wait, you have a mullet right now. Oh a, shit! I got a mullet and a rat tail, dude. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh that, that rat tail is banging. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You guys. Chris should... and I look a lot of uh, an awfully lot of like from like the chin up. <laughs> yeah, you guys should do some sort of gl- glamour shoot, mullet, dude. Did I? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. For <laughs> real. I've wanted one forever, but I was like, damn, he does it so well. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. I'll pull the trigger. I hated myself on the walk home, and then I got like tons of compliments, and I was like, feeling myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got this. It's like it's like, kind of an artistic haircut in a is. way. I feel Seth like Seth McMahon as well. He rocks. It. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He rocked mm-hmm. it hard. I'm yeah. Still. I feel like uh, dreads have been replaced by mullets, <laughs> almost quite literally. With you, didn't you recently cut off I your have dreads? A dread. and, 
it's the rat tail yeah. yeah so i have all three it's like fuck wow it's yeah like super, <laughs> super trashy boy <ball. laughs> so yeah come out to the mirrors gallery on january 10th yeah and then we also got new conscious grand opening on january 18th oh nice right on yeah. So like Dude. a week later, week and some change later. Yeah, yeah. That's a group. Lots of stuff going on this this month. Yeah. And the new conscious. That's a group show as well, right? Yeah, group yeah. show, bunch of international. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Cool. Yeah. Then jam and jam at the end of the month. Nice. Yeah. Right on. I thought that was. I didn't realize how close that was. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I gotta back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be fun though. That's it's yeah. That's good. soon. Yeah, Tribe 13, Jen Ingram again. Shouts. 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 Shouts, Jen. But yeah, um, I don't know. I got the studio out here. Yeah, it's trying nice. to finish up a couple commission paintings. Yeah. And um, after that, just get busy on something new. I want to explore the mural motif a little bit more. Yeah, what you did in Miami like was super cool. I want to see you pull that red blue through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to it's a plan i'm trying to build a wall back there in the yeah like my backyard is uh is a lot more expansive there's no real garage the boat's there but it doesn't there's still tons of room paint the boat yeah yeah Yeah, i'll paint paint the boat boat. see how he feels about that (laughs) you can either pay me for it or i could just keep it yeah whatever's good um yeah more murals i mean yeah how do you like doing murals versus uh, doing brushwork? Uh, you seem to figure out yeah, it something on the, in Miami the wall too. Texture, I think. Yeah, like the fence at your house for me, I found that was weird very for me difficult. too. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's always a, a journey, kind of going on that, depending on what the wall texture is. Like yeah. I, sometimes I can use my big brushes on yeah. walls. Other times I gotta figure it out with a can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, so that's something as well I'm going to continue to play around with yeah. and explore. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, John? What are you up to? Uh, well, yeah, just dropped off those pieces for the Mirrors show. You got two of them in there? Yeah, two pieces. Nice. nice. And then, um, you know, got parents visiting. I'll get to take them to the art show, which I'm oh, psyched. Fuck yeah introduce them to everybody and check out a really cool space That's to cool. show art and uh you know really just making paintings exploring you know i nice. i recently moved into a new house i have tons of wall space yeah, started you're working. saying you want to go big yeah so he i'm starting has. like I'm started, started I started a big doing. one. It's like seven feet wide, which is big. For, that's the biggest one I've done. Oh, yes. no, I didn't see that. And, uh, that's large. Yeah. So I'm psyched about like, like, yeah, this year I want to do my, like do a solo art show. So I'm kind of like, it'd be cool to have a couple gigantic fucking showstopper pieces yeah. and then create, you know, some like minis or like medium oh, yeah. sized pieces to pepper in. But Oh yeah, that's the way to do it. I think have a few you can really just focus on, and then have the other ones that you can work on mm-hmm. while you're sitting staring at the totally. piece that you're creating. Yeah, like, dang. <laughs> Chris is looking at my piece I'm working on. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Give it back. No, I'm gonna look at it. A bit. Yeah, like uh, you know, I've taken inspiration from people like you that um you kind of like take ownership and put on an art show and do do an event that means something to you 
you know, you're like, you have a vision for what an art show could be and then you create it. And yeah, I've been influenced by you seeing that happen. And I'm, I want to work on trying to do my own art show this year. Uh, my friends own a yoga studio. So nice. I was thinking about doing some sort of immersive event with like yoga and, uh, I don't know, like creating some sort of like healthy environment to view art yeah. and, uh, just like, um, yeah, giving people an opportunity to like integrate positively with themselves and view artwork simultaneously. So that's what it's about. You want people to feel comfortable unless or uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah it's like you want to, you want to create that space where you yourself feel, okay, this is how, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is how I want my, like even all the way down to the music, to the lighting, you know, yeah. and it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very important. And, you know, if, you can put it out there and but honestly in my mind I think the best way to do it is if you have the means to or a way to figure it out, do it yourself. Yeah. That's it, what I've had a few mm-hmm. people tell me, like I've been told no a lot from yeah. a lot of places. I do other things for for stuff, but like it's like you sit there and it's like, Oh like what you don't need us. It's like you're mm-hmm. doing something on your own. I'm like, Well, this is also not gonna be here forever. But right, right. Yeah. you know, it's having that push of like, all right. I'm not only playing artist, I'm playing curator, I'm playing mm, yeah. sometimes renovator, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's like when sometimes you put a lot on your plate mm-hmm. and and it also helps, it, it's a test for yourself. Yeah, you, know? you take on all these roles and you can show up and your skill set expands. Yeah, and, and hopefully, you know, we all hope we can put on more art shows after. So it's yeah, like, yeah. it's a learning experience, you mm-hmm. know? It's like, okay, cool, that overwhelm the fuck out of me yeah yeah my friend's good at that mm. let me just pay them to come help me with this <laughs> yeah while i can focus on this so you know? you're bringing the whole community yeah it's, into it's, it. it's a very communal thing and that's what i love about like the warehouse and working with patty and rob like lost and sound people and yeah. all that we've built a space to where you know we utilize everything that we have around us mm-hmm. and we make sure that that person gets recognized or paid and like brought together to to collaborate yeah Mm -hmm. which is the one thing i love about colorado is there's competition everywhere even here but like a lot of us all we all work together yeah and it's it's it's, collaborative we're all any one of us does well we all level up yeah it's mind-blowing too how we all come together and do some of the shit we do where it's like oh one night like what (laughs) damn right (laughs) or like you know what we can all achieve by coming together mm-hmm. so yeah and, and inspiring each other to be better but without the competitive this yeah. is mine kind of thing right yeah, and being right. honest and raw mm-hmm. real with with people yeah i think it is what is is important um yeah it's a it's a good uh good community and and way of 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 working out here there's a lot of people that like to support and invest and and creatives out here, which is more than a lot of other cities, which, you know, it's hard for some artists to kind of thrive when yeah. people aren't seeing their work as it is should be valued. Right, yeah. But... Yeah, it was a life-changing experience for me coming out here, just having such a supportive community. And, like, if you're kind of shy and stuff, how many people just like out of their goodwill are just like, Hey, have you met this guy? Hey, you should come here, try this yeah. out. Yeah. And that encouragement. And, uh, I don't know, personally, I, I feel like 
it's so cool having this supportive community. It's like helped me come out of my own shell and like realize I have something to share. Mm -hmm. And I think no matter where you are, you can kind of set that tone with your friends too, you know? And yeah, I think, you know, art is always kind of helping direct culture. So I have like, you know, uh, idealistic hope that maybe however we're treating each other here with this artist community that that can kind of like expand out to every yeah. facet of the world, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. look what you can do so much when you're seeing the people around you as your friends and your partners. Yeah. And like, I, I don't think that's exclu exclusive to art at yeah. all, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, team earth, right? Like <laughs> we need to get this shit together for real. I mean, not on a micro and a macro level, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, we, we, we've got this little podcast. I hope that helps. <laughs> doing something. Yeah. So do you have, like, what advice would you give? Before you ask that question. Yeah. We can talk later, but also, whenever you want to have a show, we could have a warehouse podcast. I would love to. That'd be awesome. Because those are big paintings, oh, yeah. so it's like. <laughs> Need some wall space, son. What I'm I, saying, dude. Hell yeah. We'll cool. talk later. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so um what advice would you give you starting out as a as a painter pursuing being an artist making a living doing it man <sighs> find your voice in what you're doing you know we're all inspired places mm -hmm. and in inspired by things and it's about really kind of putting yourself in your artwork. If that's what it's calling for, that's what will pull out exactly what you're trying to give off or what people yeah. will radiate or will radiate off to people. You know, design work differently, you know, if that's it, you wanna figure things out and figure out how you can produce something as clean or to the point as possible mm -hmm. you know but i think really you know and that's just studying using your tools utilizing what's around you but i would say just do it for you, you know? yeah do mm -hmm. it for like i was paying the same thing or i was in the, at the same time like i didn't change much i mean i that's when i started really kind of dissecting what i was doing and experimenting more um, but when I had that just simple thought of, I'm doing this for me, mm -hmm. like I'm mm -hmm. still going to sell this work. Yeah. And because now if I like it enough, I don't have to sell it. Mm -hmm. Right. Saying, saying no is okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being told no is okay. You mm -hmm. know, you, mm -hmm. you got to push yourself. You got to set goals and things to get to that you can then take a step back. And I always keep saying this, like, just dissect what you're doing mm -hmm. because you're doing it for a reason. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you may not even know it. Right. You may right. be focused on something over here or on this section or something completely different. And you just, and that's where, like, kind of stepping back, you see that repetition maybe show up. So, like, okay, even though the, the composition is very similar, you got to look in, at, at times in different sections. Mm. there's things being figured out there and then right. when you do that big six seven foot painting or that one kind of masterpiece you work on for a while like you bring it all together into yeah. one mm -hmm. you know yeah. oh yeah 
just feeds into itself. Yeah, and then also having those, you got to have those fuck it moments. And that's where the pain is paint kind of comes in. Yeah. Pain over it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've had a few pieces where I was like, man, this is sick. Then I go into it with like a different mindset or just not in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. And I fuck it up. You know, you fuck <laughs> yeah. it up bad. And then you're just like, what did I do? Yeah. And then at that point, you're like, all right, paint over it. Yeah. I like this or this and I'll keep that. But. Mm-hmm. You can't know, be afraid to fuck up yeah, yeah. you can't it's like uh, it's so painful when that happens but it, it's also like a reason to get excited because you're like I got that out of my system yeah mm-hmm. like, exactly mm-hmm. exactly and have you ever uh, <clears throat> have you ever lost touch or kind of been blind to that doing it for myself thing have you ever kind of like I, it, it, it happens sometimes here especially when I'm like in a rut you know it was mm-hmm. hard going back to like hiding all that work for my show yeah like asking for help is okay you know you just gotta mm. be back on it mm-hmm. and um sometimes you just you don't know you gotta make something yeah and you you can see what people and that and also then sometimes that's where i take the chance or the risk of trying something completely new like showing something where i'm like yo I I like doing auctions or mm-hmm. like giveaways and stuff like that, and it helps me see what people enjoy or if like oh don't go down that route yet yeah. you know like mm-hmm. fuck <laughs> and yeah I see myself sometimes catching up but with like main bigger pieces yeah I think I, now my mind is is kind of set on what I'm doing mm-hmm. and. I'm gonna. I, I want to continue some of these new ideas and what I kind of went with with this show because it was kind of split into a bunch of different styles of things, and I really want to incorporate a few of those together and then mm-hmm. some of the new stuff as well. That's so. how you get those masterworks where you like yeah. exploring this, exploring yeah. that, exploring this, and then in in one moment or on one piece, all of a sudden you weave all those things together. Right. Like, damn. Yeah. All right. Where they were all like successful tangents on their own, but then, yeah, you just level up by. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. I think that could probably wrap it up. <laughs> what do you think? Sounds, that's, that's cool. That was nice. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, thanks so much for doing this, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was super cool. <laughs> we'll have to do it again. I think you'll be a recurring guest. We do a resin bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. super fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we have we have a long list of people we have to get to. So you should many talented yeah. people out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we want to like have recurring guests, or maybe have like recurring guests with another guest that has been on, and like creating uh, cool yeah. cool yeah. mixtures yeah. of people. Yeah. That'll be good. A little tag team uh, double up interviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get to match people up. Hell have yeah. some people be perfect for each other and then two just be completely yeah, like totally awful, different awful or and opposite. just like mm-hmm. have a little debate or something yeah that'd be great <laughs> yeah <laughs> great we'll yeah. see um but yeah man thank you for coming on and uh you're you're doing great <laughs> you're, you're doing great man. Hey, hey. You're, i love that show man great. for real and uh yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. And uh, another RTAF. We'll, we'll see you again. We'll see you on Friday. About that. Yeah. yeah, Friday, January 10th, Amiris Gallery. Yeah. Locals Only Group Show. Catch you then. Peace out, y'all. Bye bye. We love you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of RCAF Podcast. For additional images and notes on this episode, you can check out our website, rcafpodcast.com. And you can find me, Andrew Norris, at andrew.norris.arts on Instagram. And andrewnorrisarts.com is my website. I also have links on my website to episodes as well as all my best paintings. And you can find me, John Speaker. My website is johnspeaker.com. On Instagram, I'm at John Speaker. And on Facebook, John Speaker Art. And we want to give a special thanks to Blair Speaker, John's lovely wife and creative director of the podcast. She also updates the website and does all the podcast notes. So thank you, Blair. And we'd also like to thank Tyler Billman. He created the music for this podcast. You can find Tyler on SoundCloud and Instagram. His name is Get Billsman. That's G-E-T-B-I-L-L-S-M-A-N. Thanks again for listening. Peace. Thank you. (laughs)